Hello, and welcome to Emerald Expressions, where we use words to polish the gem that is in your mind. I'm your host, Jaira the Emerald Emir, and today I'm joined by... Prophecy. You have anything you want to shout out or um, any places they can check you out at, like social media or otherwise? Uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, um, I have a YouTube channel. Um, uh, my YouTube name is Prophecy. Yeah, you can find my channel by searching Prophecy Boma. Boma like Vegeta's wife, B-U-L-M-A, and just Prophecy, and it's the first video that comes up. And then um, my Instagram is Prophecy330. You can just follow me on there. I follow back. Yeah, that's all social medias you can find me on, other than Twitter. <laughs> all right. Um, so today's topic is a showcase of some Black creatives and entrepreneurs. Um, we have so much coverage of the worst aspects of black, the black existence so i just want to take this chance to talk to and appreciate some black folk doing their best to achieve their dreams make use of the challenge and hopefully make a difference not only on our own community but also the world in general so that being said uh what skills do you possess or what business do you operate or plan to operate in the future um more um, music oriented uh, myself. Um, so, you know, really getting started to like build a ground from uh, music and, you know, getting a fan base and everything starting from there is like really um, one of the main keys of like <laughs> uh, starting any type of business or entrepreneurs, really getting my fan base going. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, not to interrupt you though, but. Um... After we're done, can you send me some of your music? I would love to listen to it. I'm really, really into music and stuff like that. Especially if it's like from one of my friends or people I know. Uh, doesn't hurt at all to support or listen to, to them build their craft and no, stuff like that. I, I appreciate that. I love them, man. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I got you. And um, no, I was just really finished. It's just like, um, yeah, really starting off and figuring out what I want to do and how I want to do it. Um, you know, um, and music is really hard because, you know, you really need um, support, you know, and people to listen and things like that. So, you know, branching out is really what the key goal. So it's really man, I'll focus on. like, yeah, I'm first. I want to make music myself. So I'm at least a little bit informed on like the some of the behind the scenes kind of stuff, like the production, mixing, all that kind of stuff, especially if you're making your own beats of that manner. Like it's there's a lot of goes into it. And then once you do have a product, it's like, how do you market it? How do you get people to listen to it? How do you make people share it with their friends? How do you, how do you like spread the word so that people come to see you and see uh, that this is someone worthy of like For listening sure. to? Um, oh, do, is the YouTube like just music based, or do you do other stuff on the uh, YouTube yeah, as well? Yeah, um, I kind of just uh, upload everything I love to do. So uh, mainly like um, story mode games, like I'll be streaming or. Um, if I want to discuss an anime that just came out, like uh, I got videos of me talking about Hunter Hunter, why it's my favorite anime, or why you should watch Black Clover and things like that. You know, it's just little mm. like things here and there. So, right, right, right. Oh, that's that's dope. I I feel that. Um, I eventually want to make YouTube videos of my own. Um, someday. Uh, hopefully, once I get like a laptop and and a means to edit things, I'll I'll start to do. Stuff more with like music and um making videos but like i definitely respect anyone who's like out there hustling to achieve their dreams and express themselves right all right um 
So the next question then, what inspired you to start your business or take up the art form you enjoy? Mm, well, uh, to not get uh, super deep into it, um, I was at a position where out of high school, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, you know, I was depressed. I was uh, clueless. You know, I was lost on anything I had to do. Everybody was giving suggestions on things I, sh I can do. Um, those things didn't really make me happy. And then um, what really led me into it um, for real was um, I was signing up for college classes and um, they asked me what I wanted to major in. And um, everything they offered at the college uh, was nothing I was interested in. And then he was like, um, well, the guy I was talking to asked me, you know, well, what makes you happy? And um, I was like, well, nothing here. You know, it's music and it's either music or a television show. So, you know, like a like music that goes around, Rock. you know, like with the background, you know, something like that, you know, uh, like, like, uh, yeah, yeah soundtracks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like, those are really things that interest me. So I was like, yep, that, that'd be the only way to start, uh, <laughs> um, a new business. I would think the way to go. Um, I, I had a similar experience to you in terms of how, I was when I was in high school and like applying to college and doing all those things. I, I was sort of listless and didn't really have one thing. I was like, yeah, this is the one thing I want to do, or this is something I think I can do well. Um, I always had a, a interest in music. I almost um, when I was in like applying to colleges, I almost applied to like Berkeley, like the Berkeley. They have a really good um, sound engineering right. program and like music department. Right. And I wanted to apply to that, but I was like. It's the I ended up not applying there because A it's expensive and B it was like just so far away. Like in California. I lived at the time I was living in Connecticut and like the travel back and forth and not being able to be close to any of my family members if there's like a situation or an emergency. Exactly. Um, kinda of dissuaded me from that. And also I I also was at a at that time was sort of like defeatist. Like I I didn't pursue anything I really enjoyed because like I was like, ah, I'm not gonna be good at it anyway. Right. Um you know those like special mechanisms you use so like you don't have to hurt your own feelings. You don't put in any effort, that kind of stuff. Um and also, you know, people around me are like, Are you really sure you can do that? Are you sure you can support yourself? All that kind of stuff that they say that they might mean it in a positive way. They might be just trying to look out for you, but it's also has that negative effect of lowering your confidence like if the people don't around me don't support me should i really do this am i talented at all that kind of stuff exactly uh, do you have anything else you would like to add, add to um us? no you you kind of uh, touched home a lot man man <laughs> all right um so then the next question how do you conceptualize your work like when you're making a a, a song what comes first, the melody, the the production, the the idea, the lyrics, or when you're making a video, what what? How do you picture the videos? How do you write, come up with like the scripts, or how do you decide which games to play? Okay, that kind so of stuff? it always starts with a thought. Um, it's always a, mm -hmm. a random idea or a burst of um, imagery that pops in my head, a suggestion that gets me like. Um, will this get a reaction out of somebody? That's the second step. The first step is always the thought. The second step is how it will react to, you know, uh, the audience, how 
will it, you know, get me out there to get exposure? Um, that's mainly the, the key things I really focus on when I'm trying to um, create or start anything is, um, is the first idea and then how I would get reaction. So that's how really I start my process. And then from there, um, I kind of put the pieces together and I can really uh, construct of what I was trying to um, uh, build in my first idea in the first place. So like you come up with uh, the skeleton of the idea first and then you build exactly. around it. Exactly. Like, I, sorry to keep relating it to myself, but like uh, the, the things you say kind of remind me of myself. Like for me, my problem is that I, I can't consistently come up with ideas for things. Like I have random bursts of creativity or like you said, like someone, I'll see someone say something or uh, I'll see an image or something and then I'll be like, oh, idea, I should do this. Right. Like I, I have, and then like I can't consistently like work on it. Like if I sat down, if I like try to sit down and force myself to like say, for instance, write a paper, I could do it, but I, I it's really hard for me and like, I wouldn't enjoy it and it probably wouldn't be my best work. Right. That makes sense. Yeah, no, that that makes complete sense. It's just a it's a process, you know, and everything, you know, it starts with a process. It's just getting through it and pushing through it is really the hardest part of, you know, getting to your end goal. Hmm. Yeah. That's definitely uh something that is a problem, like having it's okay having the idea, but the problem is how do you uh, convert that idea into something tangible or something uh, that you could actually, that's actually exactly. usable. If that how do you sense. make it more from this? Like the, the point of, especially like music is to commute, music and videos is to convey your point, your viewpoint to the, the listener or the, the viewer. So you have to make it so that it's something that not only is understandable to you because you know you came up with the thought of course you understand right. it but it's also intelligible to other people as well like can they can they get the gist of the feeling can they get the feeling that you're going for the gist and the mood or do they get the point exactly. you're trying to make like are you getting the message i'm trying to you know deliver mm -hmm. uh, um so going on sort of related the next question um what do you do to motivate yourself or how do you motivate yourself? Um, I just, I just wake up to be honest with you. <laughs> um, I don't like what I see every day. I don't like the place that I'm in. And um, that's really the only motivation I have uh, to, to, you know, to bring me to the next level. Cause I know I have a gift. Like I know I have something that the world would respect and I will get contributed for. So, you know, my, exactly See? i respect that i need that kind of confidence because like sometimes i struggle with mm -hmm. that but like um so just like seeing seeing your surroundings or maybe maybe not even like the mere materialistic things but maybe seeing how you feel about things and how you're you're not maybe not fulfilling your potential that motivates you to work harder and keep improving and like refine what it is that makes you exactly. special I, I, get, I fuck with it. I fuck with it. I am unfortunately the type of person that it's very hard for me to motivate myself. Or I, I'm not motivated a lot, and it's hard to, for me to like sort of kick myself in the butt. Like, hey, go do right. this. Um, 
But I, I definitely respect that. I wish I could use at least a little bit of that sort of mindset that uh, you have naturally. Uh, it's not an everyday thing, man. Trust me. <laughs> There's ups and downs, but yeah. as soon as you um, you know, you you start living through it and you realize what you want to do and how you want to live your life in the future, that's where you start kicking in the gear. Mm-hmm. I respect it. I definitely respect it. Um, then moving on to the next question. Uh, what affects your creative or decision-making process? Hmm. In what way? Um, like, like when you're making your, your music or when you're making your videos or whatever it is you're making, what, uh, what goes through your mind or what, what things affect the way the decisions you make? Like, uh, say you're making a, a music, what, uh, like you, you hear a certain right. sound, what things uh, right. affect like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, like, usually, um, it's just my past. Um, I think about, um, cause, uh, for me to be, uh, 22, I have a lot of experiences. I feel like, you know what I'm saying? Um, even when I'm not comparing it to a lot of people, I just thinking about what I've been through myself. And I feel like these is, um, a lot of things I can break down in certain things, um, um, where I can make it into different material, like, uh, this situation, this could be a video and I could describe this in a video some way. Or this situation I can put it in an animation. Or this certain way I can put it in a song or you know, or a soundtrack or something. Just to let the feeling of my past. So I'm really just thinking about my experiences and what I've been through to try to help me, you know, uh, get the best um feeling or emotion in whatever I'm creating at that point. So you draw from like things you've experienced and things you've seen and how how that affected not not only you but also your world how you think i I see i see it um i feel like uh for pretty much any great creator of any kind like the that's the, the the most effective way of creating drawing from your experiences and then translating that into something else um whether it be coding whether it be making computers, designing, animating, making music, like you said. Uh, I feel like not all, but a lot of the great creators look use things that happen around them as, like, motivation or as, like, uh, they let, allow those things to shape their decisions when they're making doing making whatever exactly. it is they're making. because that's, like, one of the key ways you can get passion, you know, and that passion is what really everybody relates to. Not even if they can't hear it, or if they can't see it in one type of or way, they're gonna feel it. You know, they're gonna respond to it. So that's the it's the best way to get in. That's see, this is sorry to like drag it down, but like that a lot in like the best like artists or musicians or comedians. A lot of them have like real life terrible stuff going on, mm-hmm. and that like motivates them to make their art form, and then like unfortunately they end up dying for whatever reason overdose things make me make unwise decisions but then people always seem to be shocked like oh he had all this this success um why would he like want to do this or why would she want to do that or why was she taking all those drugs and stuff like that and not seeing behind the shell that there's a reason i I don't want to make it seem like everyone who enjoys intention uh, has like some dark past or some they're dealing with demons, but 
it's a there's a very specific type of person that usually enjoys being a a, a celebrity of some for sort. sure. And that type of person usually there's a reason why they crave that attention because what something in their life um, is causing them to feel deficient, and they had that deficiency filled in by the attention and the praise and, and all the other stuff from other people. Yeah, the money's cool. Yeah, being famous is cool. But they're really seeking that validation or they use their art form as a way of coping with uh, the, t- the, sad, uh, the sad realities of life. Like a lot of people who are comedians, especially, you know why they tell jokes? Because they're depressed. For sure. They're trying to make themselves laugh. They want to get that any happiness that they can get. And that's why they tell the jokes or they had situations that happened to them that affected them deeply and they got around around that sadness or that whatever emotion by joking around to um, touch on what you just part said of human nature sorry not to interrupt you but um one mm-hmm. of the most famous no, comedians or actors of all time robin williams was um uh, yes i was thinking about him as exactly. i was talking he, he, Continue. he committed suicide and nobody ever seen it coming nobody you know what i'm saying that's that's it was it was just the anniversary of his death, I believe, something yep. like a week ago. <laughs> and that had me thinking about him because, like, um, you really don't mm-hmm. see it, but you can tell that he, he it was some type of feeling that was going through his body because his work was amazing. You know what I'm saying? So you can you knew something was up, but you know what I'm saying you never know what's really there unless you, yeah. you know what I'm saying you pay attention. They. Uh, very great creatives tend to throw themselves into their work so that because either because they feel like, oh, this is helping me cope or because they want to distract themselves from whatever, whatever it is that's going on in their life that they're not satisfied with or whether they feel like a lot of these people are perfectionists because they feel like if I don't do put out my best, will I still get the kind of intention, the kind of praise, the kind of, the claim that I've been getting. Like, I always have to one-up myself. I always have to do better so that they're not saying, oh, he's, he doesn't do anything different. Oh, he doesn't progress. Oh, she does the same thing every time. Like, they they really don't want that kind of thing because they need that validation to get from exactly. other people as well. So, like, well, this is in general, but um, uh, Check on your friends. Check on your family. Even if they they're smiling, they seem like they're doing okay. Just it doesn't hurt to ask. Um, you never know what's happening, and like you you would be surprised how important just reaching out to them matters. It doesn't all, always have to be like, "Are you okay? Are you good?" It could just be like, "Hey, bro, have you seen this video?" Or, "Hey, uh, sis, I thought I saw this thing and it reminded me of you." Or, "Hey." Are you hungry? Let's go out to eat. Or hey, uh, I haven't heard from you in a while. Tell me about. Tell me what's been going on. Just those small little things, and like, do that. But the most most important part is truly listen to them and make them feel valid. Um, whatever they tell you, it's important. Even if it's not important to you, it's important to them. So treat it. And as it such, only takes a if second. That makes sense. It only takes a second to check on your friends. It's not like we're living in the 1800s where uh, if I wrote a letter, it would take three weeks to get to California, or excuse me, three, it would take like seven months to get to California or something like that. 
it takes it takes what a second to pick up your phone and two more seconds to write out a message and one second for it to send. That's all it takes. That's it. Uh, <laughs> just check on people. Uh, I don't want to get bogged things down, but like I had a, a friend pass recently because he was dealing with some Sorry demons. Um, so I just want to reiterate this point. Um, always, it doesn't hurt to check. I wish I had checked more often, but um, unfortunately, I didn't. Uh, sorry, uh, I don't want want yeah, <laughs> everyone in the <laughs> listening to feel like feel the dark moments. I just want to be on the more positive side of that and like say check on your Sometimes friends, check I on your Twitter ones. because there's some random you. people on Twitter across the world and checked on me when I was feeling down and had nobody, and that helped a lot, you know, and that. And a lot of people, they inspire, inspire me to do, you know, they push me to do a lot of things, too. So you never really know what you're going to get from conversations with people. So always just go ahead. It really, in the grand scheme of things, yeah, uh, being supportive of other people can be a drain on your emotional, emotional feelings or your emotional mm-hmm. cash. But I feel like being negative or being uh, ambivalent, that also takes energy as well. You might as well use that energy exactly. in a positive manner. Um, uh, it, it really doesn't take that much to, to support a person. Whether it be like through, like I said, through their dreams. If you see someone who has a talent for something, uh, retweet their stuff when they put it out. Or uh, see, like, a- ask them, like, bro, I heard you were, you like music. Can I listen to some of your stuff? Um, and if it's good, they're like, yeah, I, I'm going to share this to my, my audience. I'm going to share this to my friends and my family. I'm going to listen to it out in public so people ask me hey who's that like it really doesn't take as much uh effort to be supportive that people and think it's completely it free does. <laughs> doesn't cost any money to hit retweet you know it has a great price exactly. of three ninety nine. dollars <laughs> uh do you have anything else uh, no, you want to add to that touched, uh, everything there <laughs> okay um what challenges do you have being a black creator or black business owner? Do you think there are unspoken or invisible obstacles a black creative faces to have their work? Uh, of course, audience or be course. appreciated. Um, it's hard um, getting support just because um, uh, some people perceive me as a oh, it's just a, another gangster rapper, or um, yeah, it's it's just another like um, loud loud gamer videos like. Oh, we don't know the content he's gonna make. You know, it's automatically labeled just because, um, because I'm black. You know, and um, it's hard to even reach out or have people listen or watch any of my content because they already have that Im- image of me um, from what somebody else said or what somebody um, overheard from another person just because I'm black. You know, so I feel like that's really uh, silly, honestly. To just prejudge somebody on their skin and not on their content, and that's a, a issue we really need to work on. Honestly, that's one of the reasons why I don't do face cams or like uh, music videos, just because like um, I'm self conscious. Like I really don't want people judging me like how I how I look or my skin or whatnot, you know. Because um, <clears throat> you know, some people won't be friends with you just because you're from a certain region mm-hmm. or something like that, and 
you done lost out on a whole fan base just because you're black and you weren't friends with this person. Now you don't have anybody, you know? So it's it's really tough, man. Yeah. So, yeah, I have faced uh, situations like that. Uh, okay. Um, do you have anything else you want to add to that, or should I ask well, the next cook? question? <laughs> um, what is some advice you would offer to someone who's just getting started, maybe on making music or starting a business or um, doing something that they really enjoy? Keep pushing. You are the only you. It's many times where I wanted to quit, where I feel like nobody's watching. I'm doing all this for no reason, endless hours, endless work for absolutely no reason. And um, that wasn't always the case. Um, You really never know what you're going to get out of life. You are your own person. You have to live your life because you never know what's going to happen. When you hear stories about people getting these random Nike deals or there's um, their business is going 100%. Uh, through the roof or their songs just shot all the way up is because um, they were their own person and Mm -hmm. they kept working um, and that was their story so you never know what you're going to get if you stop your story so whatever makes you happy just keep pushing it Um, keep something on the side to pay those bills Mm -hmm. but never give up what makes you happy because you never know what's going to happen the only way I say that is because I almost gave up plenty of times but um, Long B.J. Griffey actually watched some of my videos and talked to me on Twitter. And um, he gave me the encouragement to keep working. And um, that that helped me a lot. And I never knew I was going to get a response from anybody, you know, on a big YouTube scene. So that's all I can really say is just to keep pushing. You never know what's going to happen. <clears throat> I really I really resonate with what you just said, because like. Like you said, you never know who might be watching or who's listening or who who's out there, and one day they might get get shown your stuff and really enjoy it. And like to the to address the other side of that, what you were saying, like life is short and it's random. You never know uh, when your time is going to come. Unfortunately, exactly. um, no one's a psychic and no one knows exactly what the future holds. So, and life is like there's enough negative t- stuff in life in general. So. Why not enjoy your time while you can? I'm not, let me be clear. I'm not like telling you to be irresponsible, just like, oh, do whatever you want. Cause like YOLO, I'm saying, if you feel like you have something that you really enjoy and you really want, it doesn't necessarily have to be like a, fi- a financial thing or a career bit thing, but like do it on the side, do it as a hobby. Like for me, the podcast, I don't really expect to like ever make big big money off of this but i just do it because i i enjoy being able to express my opinions and have these fun conversations and learn things with the some people who i might not know as well and now after having this conversation i feel a little bit closer to you because i know how you think or i know something you enjoy and something you're really passionate about um just do something that whatever makes you happy try to do as much of it as you can within your means within your bounds with and don't like do it so it's still fun. Like, don't do anything with the expectation that you're going to get get something out of it and you're going to get everything you want because, like, that's that's probably unlikely. Um, you're Either you're going to be too perfectionist and, perfectionist and not, like, not enjoy it because it's not as good as you thought, think you can or whatever. 
just do it so that you have fun and it's a release valve um because life is stressful and if you have something you enjoy and something you really like to do that that makes it at least a little bit less stressful if that makes sense 100 percent. because you don't want to look back and wonder why why didn't i do it you know just 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 do it you know there's nothing holding you back and um you can never say that you never try there's ne- there's never any failing what you're doing with your love you know that's that's not fail that's you sharing the world um uh, what makes you happy you know you're sharing your experiences what what got you here that's what you're sharing so there's no failure in that it's just um how many people can relate and who likes who likes um what you what you're making you know so never think you're failing never think you're losing never think you're ever down because it's your story it's your it's your stuff mm-hmm. you know you're making it i mean i would like to say that well to offer my input i would like to say this to anyone um don't be afraid to fail um i definitely had deal with that as well myself but like failure i failed a lot in my life and i probably will continue to fail all throughout the point of my life until i die but that being said failure has taught me a lot more than being successful hands down um it's it's not an easy lesson it's definitely painful um but it's definitely it gives it gives you more perspective it it shows you okay so that was wrong and here's why i think it's wrong here's how i can what what can i do to do it better next time or okay maybe that wasn't the right way to approach it i should approach it this way or okay the, i wasn't in the right circumstances take my time collect myself work uh work from the shadows until i'm ready to attempt this again and work on my plan so that next time, uh, hopefully, I'll be a lot more successful. It gives you, it gives you evidence of, hey, here's what doesn't work, or here's why this isn't good. Maybe you should try something else. It allows you to, uh, what, what's the word? Fine tune whatever it is you're trying to and do. That reflect that reflection you do afterwards, after you quote unquote fail, it'll make you smarter. So there's no uh, exactly. It's so better. Like you have to learn to be able to question yourself. Like, yeah, you might have talent. Yeah, you might have all, all these other things, but you're not perfect. No one's perfect. We're all human. We have things we don't do well. And failing shows you best. Okay, these are things that I don't do well. These are my strengths. Let me focus on what I can do better. And then once you start putting more effort and more time and more um, decision-making and thinking into what you do well, that's going to help you improve those skills while also avoiding the things you don't do well. Um, you have to set, you have to, you have to stack the deck in, to use like uh, gambling parlance. You have to stack the deck in your favor throughout life because life is a long-term bet. And guess what? The bookie always wins. So you have to su- figure out a way to yes, cheat sir. the bookie, if that makes sense. Um, do you have anything else you would like to add to that? All right. Uh, so, how do you uh, market market yourself to different? Excuse me, market to differentiate yourself from the field. Hmm. In what sense? Like, uh, okay, let me put it this way: uh, What makes it so people want to listen to prophecies music? Or, uh, why, yeah, how do you 
make it so people want to come to you or invest in you? Like, say someone wanted to sign you. What what qualities that does prophecy have, or how does he highlight the qualities that he has that makes it so other people are attracted to what it is that okay, you put so, out? Um, uh, in a sense, I try to be different, um, just because I um, I generally know what's already out there and I know what everybody likes. Um, so I try to do things that uh, people wouldn't expect as attention grabbers, um, just um, to get different fan bases because you never know who's going to like certain things. Um, so I would try to uh, branch mm-hmm. out and try to um, uh, use uh, different types of scenarios that I like that will help still with my message just um, to get different um, audiences. Versatility is key. Um like my podcast, it doesn't technically have any one theme. I'm a versatile person. I have all kinds of likes and dislikes and things that I'm knowledgeable knowledgeable right. about, things I want to learn about. I just talk about whatever is interesting. I'm not just like an anime podcast or a science podcast or a music podcast. I'm a Jair right. podcast, if that makes sense. <laughs> no, no, no. But continue, sorry. But yeah, you're, 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 I'm completely with you, though. Like, it's your channel. Like, it's your podcast. Like, uh, you have to show uh, things that are uniquely you while also uh, making it so that it's palatable for other people, which which is it might it's definitely a hard balance to strike. I'm not going to act like that's mm-hmm. an easy thing to do. Um, like, you don't want it to be so uh, uniquely you that you're the only person interested in it. But you don't want to just basically homogenize yourself uh, so that people will watch you and then by the end, the end of whatever you're doing, you feel because you put so much energy into being something that you're not. You want to try to try, try to strike that balance between the two extremes. Like, never set yourself sense. out of limit. Because um, hmm. eventually if you, do, if you do one extreme, like you're, you make it stuff that only you enjoy, then you'll never create an audience. And then the other side, if you're always doing stuff that other people want, but you don't necessarily like, you're going to burn out quickly, extremely quickly. Trust me on that. That's, that's just life in general, but especially when you're making like content or like you're, you're financially tied to something, you're going to burn out because you're going to think, oh my God, if I don't make a bit this video and it doesn't do a certain amount of numbers or get a certain amount of advertisers, uh, I'm literally will starve or won't have a house. Like you don't, you never want right. to put yourself in that kind of situation. Um, you, you have to have a work ethic. Um, have a sense of like, okay, I need to get this stuff done, <laughs> but don't basically have your yourself so your back is against the wall and you have to do the thing. Yeah, I'm still okay. here. Hello. Oh, sorry, I heard a like beep. I wasn't sure if, like something happened. Um, okay, then uh, how how important is networking? I then? feel like it's extremely important, especially in this day and age. Um, everything is done with technology. Um, so you're going to need um, some type of uh, media platform, some type of uh, group situation, fan base um, where you can, you know, branch out. Um, networking is completely important. Um, I wouldn't say it's uh, 100% the mm-hmm. main focus but it's something you will need to have. Oh, and like, just to add to that from my personal perspective, um, I said this on a previous podcast, which um, 
it will probably be out by the time this is posted. So you might have heard it. But basically, uh, what I was reporting yesterday, uh, or the day before, rather, um, I made the point that uh, networking doesn't have to be like corporate networking. Um, it doesn't have to be you meet a person, you hand them your business card, they hand you theirs, and then oh, we'll talk. We'll talk numbers later. It could also be just how you interact with people. Like for me, with per- prophecy, I put out things that I call casting tweets, where I just tweet out, "Here's the subject. Um, if you're interested, hit me up." And then if someone shows interest, uh, hit them up later on. Like, oh, do you do you want to do this? Okay, you do. Um, what times are you, you available? Or uh, what days are you available? What what works for you? Okay, here here's what I need from you. Is that okay? That works? Okay, I'll see you then. And then if I usually give a gap of time so that if something happens, we can work around things and move things around. Because, you know, life's impo- life happens. Important stuff happens. Like, my podcast is cool and all, but I, I understand that at the end of the day, we got real-life stuff to handle. So, like, that's exactly. cool. Just let me know. And, like, still definitely be civil in how you, like, treat people. Because you never know when you might need someone or meant when you might need something like I'm a, I'm like, for instance, I do most of my stuff through Twitter. Cause I usually, I'm usually on there, but like, I'm not a particularly a big account. I have like 1600 followers or something like that, but I'm because of the way I am, the way I am, I'm civil, I'm polite. I treat people with respect and I'm a little bit outgoing. I have friends that are like larger accounts that have a larger audience. And like, if I ask them for a favor, because I've been civil, I've been polite, I've been, uh, what's the word? Um, I've been outgoing. They're willing to, they're willing to join me. Like, okay, that sounds cool. I might not be able to right. do this topic, but I'll do another one. And, and then I find them another one. Um, and now because I have made that connection, just through being myself, being the someone who likes to be polite, civil, do these other things, I've made that connection, and that's networking. <laughs> just being yourself can be networking depending on how you do it um, especially if you're trying to do a business you always have to be polite and professional these other things because like sometimes stuff happens like say say you run a business that takes orders and like something comes up with the order maybe something's wrong with shipping or you run out of a supply that you need to make the order and then you depending on how you handle that the customer might be even more inclined to like do business with you later because you you explain things to them in a way that made sense and you were proactive in telling them, okay, something happened. Um, here's what I'm going to try to do. Here's what's happening. I'm sorry about the, the delay, blah, blah, blah. Can I offer you something else to like make up for it? Blah, 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 blah. Like depending on how you do it. Now you've made yourself a customer, not only one more customer, but potentially more because Later on, if someone asked them about that product they got and you had a great experience, but they had a great experience with you, they, they had no problems with you, you did a great job, they're going to be like, oh, this person, uh, he did such and such, and he was, I got a really great thing, and then, then something came up, and he was like really professional, and he really listened to me, and like really took my, my perspective into, into a point, and like he was really on his stuff, like, immediately, and I knew exactly what was up, so I never had to worry about it. And there you go, you know, you with you without saying a single word have made another sale, just like that, because you're a professional and you treated 
things with seriousness and also treated people with the politeness and respect that they deserve. Okay. Um, do you want? Would you like to add to the point? Um, I just no, want... I was completely with you, man. <laughs> uh, uh, then final question: How do you balance your time between your social life and work, especially if you're self-employed? <clears throat> um, I try to do it um in my off time. Um, you know, um, one times I'll be like, "Oh, uh, let me watch this Netflix Netflix show I was suggested," or um, if I'm, you know, just chilling home, watching TV, that'd be the time I'll put in like an hour or two hours into my work and then, you know, go into relaxing on any off time. But, um, the job I have now is kind of free base. So, um, I've been able to work a little bit more on my, um, craft while I'm at work. Um, but I haven't, you know, uh, just put all 24, 24, seven into it just cause I knew I would get burned out. Um, so I've been trying to like, you know, be steady, you know. Um, but I try to really just find free time whenever I can and um max two hours in. Hmm. Like you have to well, I would, let me say this, you have to be fairly consistent in working on your craft, but you also have to know yeah, I yeah, I could be doing my thing or yeah, I have work, but you also need to know time mm-hmm. to build in time to relax. Uh, even if it's something you enjoy, if you do it too much, if you do it all the time, and then you're working on top of that, and you never have any time to unwind, like I said, you'll burn out extremely quickly. Um, so, like, no, you have to know how to balance. Okay, well, I got I got a few hours, a uh, few hours off. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this nap for an hour, then I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna work on music for an hour, and then I'm gonna get off, I'm going to watch TV or make some food, and maybe I'll come back for another hour. Okay, now i got work in the morning, I'm going to go to sleep. You have to know how to be able to balance that. And, like, that comes with experience, and then also, you have to be willing to adjust things. Because, like, life is unpredictable, stuff pops up, so, like, maybe this week you don't have any time to work on your music. Okay, cool. Uh, Take that time off. Let the ideas that you were thinking about simmer, write them down, do something, and then later on, now you have time to devote it and go into it full for force. One hundred percent. Do you have um? Do you have anything um, you would like to add to that? Yeah, I mean, in? yeah, it's just finding finding your time. Never overwork yourself. Um, that's the main thing. Because if you do overwork yourself, you're gonna uh, <laughs> want to give up, and that's not something you should, you know, have, have ever the feeling. So just finding some time whenever you have free time and never pushing yourself um, to the extreme, um, unless you ever in a predicament where you have a deadline. <laughs> but um, yeah, until then, just find a balance. Yeah, like if you're, especially if you're, you're whatever your craft is, have someone um, who puts capital into you. Mm-hmm. Respect your deadlines, because <laughs> you don't want to seem unreliable. Uh. All right, then. Uh, do you have anything else you want to shout out or mention before we... Uh, no, end? not at all. I would like to thank you a lot, man, for having me on your podcast. I appreciate this a lot, man. No, that's fine. And you're welcome back any um, anytime if you ever see a topic uh, that you enjoy, or I think there's a topic that... There's a topic I think you might enjoy. I'll definitely like let you know. Um, 
depending on your schedule and stuff like that. It's it's fun to have these um conversations and like um like I said earlier, it allows me to get to know some people. Like I have a lot of mutuals on Twitter because I'm the type of person that I don't think I'm a celebrity. So like if someone follows me and they're not like a bigot or something like that, I'll right. follow back. Um oh is that that could be potentially might be a great friend I might make right there. Um so like I don't I don't think I'm important because I have a quote unquote high high uh follower account. To be honest, I don't really get that much engagement from my Twitter. I get like two likes. So like I'm not definitely not the type of person to act stuck up or stush. Um but anyway, uh moving on to the next thing. Welcome to welcome back and uh I'm opening up the podcast to suggestions. So if you have any topics or questions you would like to hear me cover, email me at Jaira Lashley C T R A at gmail.com. So that's J A R A. L E S H L E Y C T R A um at gmail.com or DM me on my Twitter, which is JLash20, J L A S H excuse me, A S H T Jimmy Two Zero or my Twitter, excuse me, my IG, which is Jire Lashley, same as my name from before. Um also prophecy, if you ever have an idea you think would be cool for me to cover, I'm always open. Um uh it's actually a lot of the ideas that other people suggested have become my best episodes because, like, it's just something I never would have thought about, and I don't. Maybe I might not know as much about it, and now I'm learning at through the process right. of doing the podcast. So, like, if you ever have anything you think would be cool, just hit me up. I'll definitely take it into consideration and try to work it into something that's usable no, for, we'll do my from man, my man. perspective. Uh, uh, thank you again for joining me. Um, thank you for your time. You too, uh, have a great evening.